Hello, hello. Oh my, what a few days. Let me tell you about it. I took Jasper out to graze. He wanted to go down by the creek to eat the sweet grasses. My teacher told me they would strengthen his twig-like legs. So I took him. Down at the creek, Jasper munched away happily while I skimmed flat stones on the water. I'm not very good at skimming stones, so I was practicing to get better. Amazingly, I got one to hop three times on the water before it sunk. Three is my top score. Have you tried skimming flat rocks on water? If so, do you have a top score? It's okay if it's higher than mine. It's harder than it looks. Plus, I have a crooked finger, which sometimes throws them the wrong way, like down instead of out. Anyway, Jasper was munching away, and I was skimming stones, when suddenly... My crooked finger shot a rock up through the air and it flew across the creek. I was awaiting a thump noise as it hit the other bank, yet there wasn't one. Hmm. I thought that was curious, so I crossed the creek to have a look. Searching everywhere on the other side, I couldn't see where the rock landed. Further ahead of me, there was some grass hanging over the bank, so I moved it to t look closer at the dirt beneath. And guess what? There was a hole or a burrow entrance hidden under the hanging grass. Can you imagine what would have built that? Or what would live there? I had no idea. I'm not the bravest, so I just stood and stared at the hole for a while, imagining what may be down it. In a single leap, Jasper jumped the creek to see what I was doing. The silly foal thought me holding the hanging grass aside was an invitation for him to eat it. Like carrot noodles, he just slurped that hanging grass down into his tummy. No longer hidden, the hole was in full view. There was no chance of me hiding it again, as Jasper munched his way down the bank, eating all of the overhanging grass. Jasper leant over the bank, curious to see what I saw. The sight of the burrow entrance made him stomp his hooves in excitement. Nodding his head, his mane shook all about. Next thing I know, Jasper has shrunk to a size where he can now fit into the dirt hole. Oh my, that can't be good, can it? I didn't know unicorns could shrink, yet Jasper did, and with no effort. As he leapt onto the bank beside me, Jasper nudged me with his thick neck. He wanted me to get on his back. I was hesitant at first, but soon jumped on. As I did, he took off with a gallop down the dirt hole. At first, the sunshine from outside lighted our way, yet the further we went, the darker it got, and the colder it got. The dirt hole was a round shape that headed ever so slightly downhill. Along the sides, I could see some roots from the plants above. They crisscrossed, giving the dirt walls some strength. At least I knew it wouldn't collapse on us. Well, I hoped it wouldn't. I didn't want to get caught under a pile of dirt. As I was bouncing up and down on the back of the galloping Jasper, I tried to cast a spell for a glow bubble to light our way. Well, as I said, I have a crooked finger. You may not think much of it. To be honest, most people don't even notice it. Hey, I'm getting sidetracked here. Well, my crooked finger sometimes makes my spells go a little, well, wonky. Don't get me wrong, my spells still work, but my twisted finger sometimes puts an odd twist on my spells. We did get a glow bubble to light our way, though
though instead of a bubble glowing above me, showing me the way, I accidentally, well, I accidentally made Jesper's nose glow. It surprised us both. Even though Jesper didn't mind a glowing nose, I told him it would wear off, I think. I hope. Oh my. So Jesper and I were galloping down this dirt hole, his bright nose guiding the way, when suddenly we rounded a corner and found ourselves in a broad cavern. A cavern is like a big open hole in the ground. Something like a room? Jesper slowed to a trot as we both looked around the cavern. There was a scuffle behind us, which made me jump, though I couldn't see anything. Jesper pointed his nose this way and that way, so we could see the whole area. Other than a straw nest in the corner, all we saw was more dirt. Jasper sniffed the air, so I sniffed the air. The air smelt like dirt, so I sniffed again. Behind the dirt smell was a funny smell, sniffing again. I thought the smell was ever so familiar, like I had smelt it before. So, I sniffed again. Yes, I had smelt that before. Both Jasper and I walked over to the straw to sniff again. Suddenly, something moved. It was a long, stout snout. We both jumped back when it twitched. Two big ears appeared and two dark, beady eyes. Oh my, it was only a bilby who must have been sleeping. I leant over to pat its soft fur and to say sorry for disturbing him. The bilby was happy to see us and said his name was Rascal. He was only young and looked just as terrified to see us as we had been to see him. I told him everything would be okay. Then it hit me, why I recalled the smell. Many moons ago, my dad had helped two bilbies, Baron and Betty, find a new home after their desert home had been destroyed by floods. Rascal had the same damp fur smell. Bilbies are generally found in drier areas and deserts. I asked Rascal what he was doing here. As he started explaining how he'd been chased, I heard a hissing sound behind us. There, blocking the entrance tunnel, was a very large snake. So large, he blocked the whole dirt tunnel from wall to wall, roof to ground. His eyes glowed as his tongue hissed and flicked at us. Jasper stomped, yet since he had shrunk, he looked less menacing. In fact, he looked as harmless as a stick insect flicking its twiggy legs. I stepped forward in the hopes of calming the snake and explaining why we were here. The snake didn't care what I had to say. Instead, his flicking tongue slapped my face. Ow! It stung so much I wanted to cry. Rascal just whimpered under the straw and Jasper had gone from stomping his feet to snorting in anger. To be honest, I didn't know what to do. All I wanted to do was curl up in a ball and cry. But that wasn't going to help. Though terrified, I sniffed back my tears and looked the snake in the eye. Holding up my crooked finger, I threatened to turn him into an earthworm. This time his flicking tongue swiped at my feet and knocked me over. Then he laughed. Rascal whimpered even more and Jasper snorted in a way I had never seen. I think his snort took him by surprise too as his eyes looked shocked. 
Jasper snorted so hard, he sent ice shards out of his nostrils. Now, I have heard of grown unicorns snorting magic, but never have I heard of one shooting ice shards. Without warning, Jasper ran right up to the snake, snorting the whole way. And do you know what happened? I could say the snake was frozen in fear, but he wasn't. Instead, he was frozen with ice. Yep, completely solid. Jasper tapped him with a hoof. There was an icy solid sound. Then Jasper looked at me in surprise. I looked at him in surprise. Rascal looked at us both in surprise. Now the only problem was that the frozen snake blocked the dirt tunnel, which was both the entrance and the exit. What were we to do? Rascal jumped out of the straw and said there was no other way out. He was a little unsettled, so I hugged him. Don't tell him, but the hug was to make me feel better too. Jasper trotted over and nudged me with his nose. Thinking he wanted a hug too, I wrapped my arm around his neck. Then I swear, Jasper made a sound that sounded like, uh-oh, and with one arm hugging Rascal and the other around Jasper's neck, Jasper sneezed the biggest sneeze you ever did hear. Then suddenly, so many things happened. All I could do was squeeze them both tight. Without warning, Jasper sneezed again, and this time he returned to full size. Dirt shot everywhere. That cavern in the dirt wasn't big enough for a unicorn foal. It was barely big enough for one of his hooves. Exploding into full size, Jasper now stood in the sunshine of the field above. He had shot straight up out of the ground. What remained of the cavern was a hole in the grass. Rascal and I, who had been holding onto Jasper's neck, now were clinging to his mane high above it all. Thankfully, Jasper gently lowered us to the ground. Though bilbies are night animals, as we stood in the sunshine, Rascal squealed with delight and thanked us for saving him. After that, he ran into some bushes where he would nap safely before heading home that night. Stunned by the events, Jasper and I walked slowly back to the stables. I thanked him for being so brave and so caring. As a special thanks, I snuck some molasses into his milk before tucking him into bed. Both he and I were exhausted. I barely had enough energy to write this letter, though I thought I'd better do it straight away so I didn't forget any details. I'm still a little dirty, so I'll use the last of my energy to have a dewdrop bath before going to bed. Take care of yourself. Stay away from mean snakes. Your exhausted friend, Butterbell.